Wayne Nelson back with you on Talk to the Experts. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today. A reminder that McMillan team members will be hosting a virtual webinar on the first day of summer. Wednesday, June 21st at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. Contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or register online for the seminar at macmillanestate.com. Sherry, just before the break, we were talking about uh, preserving the bloodline because of divorce situations. But in summertime, again, a lot of people perhaps as part of preserving that bloodline. They want to protect their family cottage or cabin as well for future generations. And you had started in talking about trusts as a, as a way to do that. So let's pick up from there. Yes, the family cottage actually is one of the assets that can cause the most disharmony in a family. It's very sensitive because it does attract great emotion, right? We create memories there. Um, we're attached to grandma and grandpa there. And so ultimately, we have to be very conscientious that if we want to preserve harmony and we want to keep the cottage in the family's bloodline, we have to be quite methodical about how we design around it. So there are a number of risks that we have to give contemplation to. And in our last segment, we talked about bloodline protection as one of them. Um, But there's even more than that. There's obviously taxation that's associated with their family cottages because they're often our second property and we're only in Canada entitled to one property as a capital gain exemption. But the great part is you can choose which one has the more intrinsic gain as your primary. So if you think, well, my BC property actually has more growth in it in my estate, I might elect to have that as my primary home versus my Alberta property, we have that kind of privilege in estate planning, so that's really fantastic. But there's also further complications. For example, if you live in Alberta and have a power of attorney or living wills and have a property in BC, you're not fully covered because the registry in BC won't acknowledge Alberta documentation. So you're actually um, having a gap and a risk there on the family cottage. So So would you have to have a second set of documents for the BC property as well? Absolutely. So perhaps in in Canada, the rule of thumb is wherever you own assets, you need a set of documents. So if you own a cottage in Ontario, for example, we need a set of documents there as well. And this can also be true if you're a snowbird and have a cottage, you know, down south. So there's a lot to think about around the family cottage to make sure, twofold, that it's going to remain in the family line, but that it's also protected as it remains in the family line from all these types of intrinsic risks. So I think, you know, usually in our experience, we build a trust, which is basically a tool so that everybody can benefit from the cottage, but nobody puts the cottage at risk in the family unit. But what we also recommend is that when we're approaching how to design a family cottage trust is that we design it like a family business. So it puts back harmony into the whole play because, you know, what does clean mean to one family versus another? (laughs) And so we can define things like that. Get the specifics. Yes, the bed must be made. The linen must be washed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Little things like that. It sounds silly, but if you're sharing it with a bunch of grandchildren and nieces and nephews and, you know, you've got a lot of uh, consideration here. And and so I always say to families, let's view it like a family timeshare because that's actually what it is in practicality if you're going to all share it. And so we want to have a sort of a business plan around the family cottage once grandma and grandpa are gone. 
and we want to have a, a fairness approach to it. So perhaps in many families, we want the second generation, the children of the grandparents, to be the first in line to purchase the property from one another before it's sold to outsiders, because we don't want it shared with outsiders, of course. Yeah, and it's important, I think, as well, Sherry, to, to mention that we need to have the family cottage or cabin uh, put into the trust in advance, you don't want to do it, oh, I've got a pending divorce, I want to protect it, and, and then do that. You, you you can't do that, can you? No. So, you know, the, the thing about estate planning is in order to take advantage of some of these opportunities, you have to be proactive. If a risk has already occurred, let's say you're experiencing a divorce, it's too late. It would, it would outlive the divorce. If you are sued uh, in a business modeling, Um, it's too late. So what we'd always say is it's never too soon to build your estate plan because we're doing it when all things are in good stead. And if anything does go awry later, we already have the trust in play. So as proactive as we possibly can is always in our favor in estate planning. Now, capital gains, you, you mentioned that. If we could just go over that again so that I'm a little bit more clear, we want to make sure that if we sell the cottage, that we sell the one that is most beneficial to the estate. That's right. So when, we're, when we pass on, um, we can elect whichever property we choose to be our primary home. So sometimes, especially uh, cottage properties, they can go up in you know, dramatic value. So you may have a property in Calgary worth 700000 and your cottage might be worth $2 million because it's grown so much. Well, in that instance, you would elect your cottage to be your primary home, not your home in Calgary, because that has a much higher intrinsic gain. Right. Now that and so brings, you get that privilege. That brings up uh, something that uh, someone that I know um, has a cottage in B.C., owned by the parents, and the understanding was that the uh, the cottage would be given to the children, and to the kids, they, they don't really have much of an interest in it. The third one says, fine, I'll buy out their share. Everything was good until property values shot up. There was no written agreement. Now property values have shot up, and now it's the parents are going, well, maybe your buyout should be a little bit more. <laughs> so, again, important to get everything in writing ahead of time. That's right, Wayne, and this is where you're going to have discord if we don't think through the possibilities. So I I always say that there's two sensitive areas in everyone's estate predominantly. It's the family cottage and the family business, and we have to get those two right or a lot of discord can happen. So I think, you know, the cottage has meaning. It has sentiment in it, and so we want to get the business modeling appropriate. We also like to share the information with the children so that everybody is on page and understands it while mom and dad still have authority to say this is how it will be and it's not a debate amongst them, the children, to decide who, you know, who's the boss. All right. Now, let's talk about the webinar that's coming up. I've mentioned throughout the show that you're going to be talking about estate planning and some of the other topics we discussed today. So could you give a bit more detail, Sherry, about what people can expect when they attend? Well, when we um, share this information with families, we use case studies, real-life examples of how other families have utilized different tools to address these issues we've been discussing and exploring. So we're going to cover off a number of topics. Obviously, at top of mind of everybody in the moment is tax planning. And we talk about Canadian tax planning and U.S. tax planning because many of us are snowbirds. 
and then we talk about if you've outgrown, you know, your legal planning, like your will and so forth, what what does trust planning mean to you then as another alternative opportunity? Many of us also have businesses, so we do highlight some of the privileges that we have on how to build in succession planning and tax opportunities around that. And interestingly, 10% of us here in Canada have a U.S. estate tax issue. (laughs) So we own assets there or we're born there or something of that nature or our children live there. And so most of us have to learn a little bit about that as well. All right. And uh, also, I guess one of the key components of the uh, McMillan estate planning has always been asset and investment protection. It is, especially now with the way the world is so volatile. Um, What we're making sure of is that your retirement is protected from all kinds of risks, market risks, inflation risks, legal risks. And so we want to make sure that that lifestyle you've created is never going to be jeopardized. And that naturally leads into how your generational planning will connect there. And the last topic we talk about is charitable giving, because a lot of people are giving to charity during their lifetime today. They're not waiting until they pass on. And so we share a flavor of opportunities in that light as well, because it's exciting if we're living a long time in retirement. Our estate can benefit our loved ones while we're alive. It can benefit the charities while we're alive. And, of course, we're enjoying our lifestyle. So I think of it more like life planning than estate planning. All right, Sherry, we've covered a lot today. Thanks very much for joining us once again. Thank you for having us, Wayne. Have a lovely day. You too. Good estate planning is about protecting assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing tax. If you don't have an estate or life plan, or if you need some further insight or advice about some of the strategies we discussed today, well, here's your opportunity to have your questions answered by the Macmillan Estate team members. They'll be hosting a virtual webinar on Wednesday, June 21st at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or visit the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. I'm Wayne Nelson for Sherry McMillan. Thanks for joining us on Talk to the Experts.